text for today comes from James chapter 2. My brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothes comes into your assembly, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, and if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place, while you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down at my feet, have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? This is the text. Dear friends in Christ, why not show a little partiality? I mean, okay, maybe not to the rich, as James says, but how about to people that we like? What about those whose thoughts and feelings and values and ideologies fall right in line with ours? I mean, we're all Christians here, so we all see things in exactly the same way. We judge every situation through the same lens. We act the same, we talk the same, we feel the same, and we think the same. In fact, we do not. I was on the phone the other day with one of my beloved parishioners, and as we talked, she said, I don't think that you and I, pastor, would see eye to eye on politics or on policies. What? How can that be? I am sure that the Lord has told us how the world should set up our government, how we should have the right answer every time when it comes to deal with our neighbor. And it gives us the liberty to chastise and show favoritism with those whom we do not agree. Of course, it does not. Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself. And one would think that this would be easy because we certainly know how to love ourselves. But our love of self often is not self-love, but self-ish. In our sin, we desire to fear and love and trust ourselves above all things. And in do doing so, we want to be gods whom we think others should follow. James says this, if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. The question is, is how well are we doing? James answers this question by saying, if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. Have we shown partiality in this church? Of course we have. In our sin, we like like-minded people. We are partial to those who tow the party line. And we idolize those who share our ideology. But for those who are very different from us, with them we struggle. Now maybe you're thinking, well sure, we have shown partiality maybe once or twice here at Riverbend. When somebody sits in the pew that we're sitting in and we're thinking, well that's my spot. Or maybe if you remember the attendees of the Bikini Barbie baptism of 2014. But James says whoever keeps the law but fails even at one point has broken and become accountable for the whole of it. You see, we like sinners. We like sinners to be just like sinners that we are. Private sinners who clean up well for church, who put on some good clothes, who brush their teeth in the morning and drop some money in the offering plate. But what about those real sinners out there? The ones who struggle to put God first or use his name in vain or skip church for soccer? What about the ones who hate their mother or their father? The ones who hurt their neighbor or their family or their spouses? What about the sinner who commits adultery, steals from their employer, gossips behind your back, or covets things without a second thought to what the cost might be? What about them? Well, dear friends, they are us. Why not show partiality? Because the chief of sinners is sitting in your spot. Because the chief of sinners is standing in this pulpit. 
it is you and it is I. On Judgment Day, it's not going to be God comparing us to Stalin or Pol Pot or Osama bin Laden, but he compares us to his most holy son, Jesus Christ. And in the reflection of the unblemished Lamb of God, we will not and we do not shine. We dare not show partiality. Because if God would lay bare our hearts of sin before each other right now, we would cower in shame for our pride and our prejudice, our racism and our rebellion, our judgmental attitudes and our lack of justice. I have said it before and I will say it again now. If you knew me, if you really, really knew me, you would not want to know me. Jesus, just moments before, he opens the ears of the man. In the gospel lesson for today, he says to the Pharisees, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites. As it is written, the people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. When we show partiality, when we pass judgment on others in sin, we are like those Pharisees, for we see sin in others, but not always in ourselves. If partiality were to be shown to whom we might consider less sinful, then my seat and pulpit would be vacated, and yours might be too. The other day I was getting my teeth cleaned, and as I sat there in the chair, I was trying to discuss, as much as it is possible with somebody's hands in your mouth, the kind of people that we have here at Riverbend, including myself. And I said to my dental hygienist, they are sinners. They are a lost lot. They are a bad batch. Not one of them is good. They are sinners of the highest order, and if asked by you, they will tell you just as much. Being a Christian of Pentecostal, Pentecostal background, she was taken a bit aback. I said, the members of Riverbend are not in church because they are good, but because they are bad. It is not the good who need a savior, but the sinful, of which we are the chiefs. No partiality should be shown here because we all share in this same thing. We are sinners deserving of God's temporal and eternal punishment. We come to this place not expecting God to pick and choose his favorites, but we expect that he will show us his mercy. We come with these words in our mouth, the same as Peter said, Lord, to whom else shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And what are those words? That God has laid upon you the righteousness of his Son. Jesus came to this place, this broken world, not to show favorites, but to save the entire world by paying for sins, all sins, your sins, my sins. Jesus took the sins of the prideful and the prejudiced, the rebellious and the racist, the unjust and the judgmental. He took all sins for all sinners and paid for them once and for all by dying on the cross to give us forgiveness of sins unto life everlasting. It is why we are here. It is why I am here. To proclaim to you, you who have your ears opened by the Holy Spirit, that your sins are forgiven in your Savior bled and blood shed for you on the cross. So bring your badness, your brokenness, your struggles and your sin and lay them at the foot of your Savior who by his hands and feet nailed to the cross forgives every one of your sins and earns your salvation by his work, his death, and his resurrection. Here is the magnificence of the love of God, that when he went to the cross, he died for you. 
Jesus, the almighty Son of God, who has all authority in heaven and on earth, went to the cross to die for your sins and rose again to give you the promise of everlasting life. The psalmist says this, God, show the wonder of your great love. You whom you save by your right hand, those who take refuge from their foes. Keep me as the apple of your eye and hide me in the shadow of your wings. Dear friends, you are the apple of God's eye for the sake of his son, Jesus Christ, and you will hide in the shadow of Christ's wings until he takes you home to be with him unto life everlasting. Yes, in Christ Jesus, I can say this to you, dear friends, you are God's favorite. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.